0: Time for the Friday edition of Hancock and Kelly. You two belong together. John Hancock, Michael Kelly. Sponsored by Inspirity, HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. I've
1: seen all good
0: people
1: turn their heads each day. So satisfied, I'm on my way. Oh my gosh. I've seen all good people. Oh my.
0: Gosh. John Hancock in, Megan Shackleford in for Michael Kelly today. Megan's been gracious enough to allow me the honor of interviewing one of my all-time musical heroes. I, uh, Those of you listeners know that know me know I'm in politics. I've met four United States presidents, whoopee doo Today, I am speaking with the man I consider one of the great composers in rock and roll history and performers. John Anderson, longtime lead singer of the band Yes, and he's coming to town. He's going to be here on Tuesday, May the 9th at the Family Arena in St. Charles. The Showtime is at 7. You can get tickets, as I already have, at familyarena.com. John Anderson, welcome to St. Louis, my friend.
1: Excellent. Nice to hear
0: you. It is great to hear you. Uh, This is a tour that... uh, well, it's going to be really interesting. You're playing with a group called The Band Geeks. Uh, going to be doing mostly, yes?
1: All of it, yes.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, and everything, all of the pieces that we know and love. And I saw that this is not a lengthy tour. How's your How's your chops holding up?
1: Very good. You know, we just want to see how things go. You know, it's a, it's a new idea. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a video of these guys who li- live in... Uh, Long Island area, um, near New York. And uh, he sent this video of them performing Heart of the Sunrise. Mm. I couldn't believe how good it was. It was just so damn good. It felt like they really love Yes. They love Yes music. And uh, the sound of the 70s, if you like, you know? So I got in touch with the bass player, Richie, and just said, I really enjoyed the recordings you do and the videos you do. Thank you so much. Why don't we go on tour?
0: And here we and, have uh, it.
1: And, and he went very quiet. I said, Richie, are you still there? <laughs> he said, yeah. What kind of a tour? I said, well, I want to do epics and classics. You know, Heart of the Sunrise, of course, and Close to the Edge, Awaken, oh. get you some delirium and some of the songs everybody loves from the 70s, and that's what we're doing.
0: How does Richie do on that bass lick on Roundabout?
1: Unbelievable.
0: (laughs) Does he play a Rickenbacker?
1: Yes, of course he does, yeah. (laughs) These guys are so into the Yes Music world, and uh, it's a great feeling for me to be able to go on the road with a band that plays just like the 70s, like the classic band.
0: One of the things I've noticed, and I'm a musician. I I compose some and and perform as well. And I have noticed that in my little circle of musician friends, yes, is so much more appreciated uh, than, you know, say, the general public because of the intricacy in that music. And I'm thinking about a piece like... uh, um, long-distance runaround where Bill Bruford's playing in 5-4 time and the rest of you are going in 4-4 four, four time and they meet up in, in the time signatures. Little intricacies like that. How important to you in, in composing is it to to just kind of delve the depths of creativity?
1: Well, you do it more when you're on, on in the studio together just trying an idea out. You just try this, try that. And I would catch Chris Squire and Bill Bruford doing some riffs and things and think, wait a minute, I have a song we can go with that one. Do that riff again, and then modulate, change key, and then I start singing the song that I had in my head. And we put that down on on a tape recorder, and then just start thinking about producing it. So you get into that structure of music idea. That's how we were able to do long pieces like Close to the Edge and... uh, All those long pieces and eight, nine-minute pieces of music, you know, and you start thinking this is going to be great on stage. That's what you you create music in order to get on stage and try it out.
0: Yeah, and do you have a favorite in the Yes catalog?
1: It's weird because I've just been going through all these songs, two hours of music from the 70s there uh, over the past month, just relearning, remembering lyrics and things like that. I just fall in love with them all.
0: Yeah, I uh, you know it's an album that was quite controversial in its day with uh, Tales from Topographic Oceans. I know Rick Wakeman was not a particular fan of that one. I think that was a brilliant album. Uh, whose concept was that in the band? Did you all did you bring it to the gang, or was it kind of more of a collaboration?
1: I got together with Steve and did some rough ideas and sort of guess how. Four pieces of music could work, you know, four 20 minute works. We just done a tour with Close to the Edge, which again is 20 minutes of music, and uh, Starship Trooper has a 10 minute work. So I said, why don't we just do a large double album, four 20 minute pieces of music? And, and uh, Steve said, yeah, look, we can do this. So we went to with, with Chris and Alan White was in the band then and Rick Wakeman, but Rick was doing his own album at the time, so he didn't have much time to work on topographic. But the idea of the the ritual, we're going to be doing ritual on the tour. Oh, nice. It's a monster. You know, it's like, uh, why not do this music? It's still beautiful, it's still wonderful, and it's timeless. Mm.
0: Speaking of timeless, for many of us, This was what introduced us to the band, yes. It's Roundabout from the Fragile album. And I've heard you tell the story, John Anderson, about how Roundabout came along. I'd love you to share that with our listeners.
1: Okay, well, we were in Scotland doing a tour, and we just played a show in Aberdeen, which is north of Scotland. We're heading down to Glasgow, it was about a four-hour drive down to one. Two-lane sort of, no highways or anything, just a road, a winding road, and then there's a roundabout there, the local village there, and then another roundabout. So on the 20th roundabout, I said, there's too many roundabouts on this trip. And me and Steve were in the back of the van, and we started writing the song. And one of the things I noticed was that uh, left and right, of this very narrow road with sort of mountains coming right out of the sky there, because the the clouds were so low, and I wrote down, coming out of the sky, mountains coming out of the sky, and they stand there. And <laughs> in and out the valley. Down, <laughs> yeah, down through the valley. And then we went through, uh, ran some uh, lakes, you know, Loch Lomond and things like that. And these are big lakes, and we're driving around the lakes, in and around the lake. And by the time we got to Glasgow, 24 hours later, we'd be home. <laughs> that was so. That was the lyric. You
0: see, twenty four before my love, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just a classic piece of rock and roll, uh, historic music. Very clever, very difficult, uh, very intricate. Uh, you are now a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you got there after, unfortunately, the death of Chris Squire. You're just phenomenal bass player. And yeah. you performed roundabout there in Cleveland several years ago with Getty Lee of Rush sitting in on the bass. How was that?
1: Yeah. He he was brilliant. You know, such a sweet guy. And he was a big fan of Chris. Him and Chris used to get together now and again. And he was so happy to get on stage with us. And uh, it was a great feeling. You know, Chris was there in spirit. I never... Never, ever forget that, you know, and uh, he'll be there uh, this weekend when we start doing our first shows. And then when we get to St. Louis, we'll be so well organized.
0: Well, I will be there on Tuesday, May the 9th at the Family Arena. Doors open at 6. The showtime is 7 o'clock p.m. FamilyArena.com for tickets. The great John Anderson is coming. Before I let you go, um, we lost within the last year or two uh, one of your collaborators. You, you've collaborated beyond, yes, with some of the most amazing musicians, one of whom, Vangelis. Uh, tell me about his talents.
1: Well, he was quite an amazing man, for one thing. Very funny. Greek guy. Kind of a big guy. And he had Big fingers and man, he could play the piano and the keyboard so well, but he was one of the first to use laser beams in the show, and the sound of this when I walked in the studio, I had to start singing every time because he was already making music, and I waved to him shout say, is the microphone on us He said, "Yeah, well, I said, just record this, and we'd write three or four songs in an afternoon. It was just a natural, spontaneous music, and uh, Anybody who knows Vangelis' music is, is quite brilliant. He did some great film scores. And uh, wonderful guy. Beautiful guy. He's like my mentor.
0: Mm, wow, that's that's a high compliment. Uh, how did you start in music? You grew up, but was this something that you knew from a very young age that you had this particular gift?
1: Well, way, way, way back in the, in the 50s, uh, I used to... Go on, the, on the, to the local farm with my brother, and he's three years older than me. And we'd work uh, milking cows, delivering milk around town. And we'd sing Everly brother songs and Buddy Holly songs. And then got a record by this guy called Elvis Presley. So we started singing. He would sing Elvis Presley, and I would sing Roy Orbison songs because I'm an alto tenor. Man, we had a great time. Time flew by when you sing.
0: And there it was, uh, the beginning of an amazing career. John Anderson, the great John Anderson, has been our guest here on The Voice of St. Louis. He will be in St. Charles right next door to St. Louis County on Tuesday, May the 9th at the Family Arena. And you can get those tickets at familyarena.com. Mr. Anderson, thank you so much for your time, and it has been an honor to spend these minutes with you.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it very much.